If you were to attend a wedding this summer, officiated by the Church of England, did you know that following the line, With this ring I thee wed, you would then hear the bride and groom say, With my body, thee I worship. It's a glorious commitment to worship your spouse with the whole of your being. Now this isn't worship in the sense that the other person is God, but it is a public expression of the supreme value of the one they are now to adore for their lifetime. Let that idea help us lean into Psalm 113, which sets forth the who and why of worship. Psalm 113. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, you his servants. Praise the name of the Lord. Let the name of the Lord be praised, both now and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to the place where it sets, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is exalted over all the nations. His glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, the one who sits enthroned on high, who stoops down to look on the heavens and the earth? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He seats them with princes, with the princes of his people. He settles the childless woman in her home as a happy mother of children. Praise the Lord. Hi, I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church, and today Psalm 113 calls us to be praisers. And praise is natural. Part of being human is about praising what we enjoy. We are all praisers. Whether it's that awesome new movie we can't wait to tell our friends about, the wonderful dish mom made that caused our mouths to drool, the home run that our favorite baseball player hit in the ninth inning, or the good joke that needs someone for us to share it with. We delight to praise what we enjoy because the praise not merely expresses, but completes the enjoyment. It is its appointed consummation, as C.S. Lewis once said. And Psalm 113 is a call to praise the Lord. Who are we to offer praise to forevermore? The Lord. Every day, from sunrise to sunset, who are we to praise? The name of the Lord. And who is the Lord we are to worship? Well, he is the one exalted over all peoples and all things, exalted on his throne above all. And something that might surprise us is that God is not seated in the heavens. The Lord is so exalted, he has to stoop down to look down on the heavens. <laughs> so how much more us here on earth? Now, as we try to wrap our minds around this, we start to get the why of worshiping the Lord. The Lord makes no bones about his supreme authority over all creation. Even our son obeys him without any backtalk, rising and setting each day at his command. But the why hits closer to home, my friends, in verses 7 to 9. The Lord looks down on humanity, billions who are like specks of dust in this vast cosmos, and there are none too small to escape his gaze. Would you have ever imagined that the one who exists outside time and space, who reigns supreme, would be like this? Taking notice of the poor and the needy, and making it his mission to raise them up to sit in exalted places? Psalm 113 corrects the feeling that we may have that the Lord is a blind watchmaker who fashioned this cosmos, set it spinning, now stands off at a distance, unconcerned about what happens in his creation. Psalm 113 is a call to tell your feelings to pause momentarily so you can get in praise mode, so that you can, by faith, catch sight of the Lord as he truly is.
You see God Almighty as having a heart which bends affectionately towards you, my friend, whose great finger reaches down to lift our chins when we're disappointed, who cares about your distress, your anxiety, your fears, your helplessness in this broken world. And he is at work right now, friends, working all things out, all things for your good and for his glory. My friend, Psalm 113 tells you that you are made to glorify and enjoy the Lord forever. That is your purpose. That's what gives you meaning. And the Lord gave us Psalm 113 to reveal who he is. So we'll see why we should praise. He bends down to love the loveless, to father the fatherless, deals dignity to the depraved, who sees the paltry and the pint-sized as precious in his sight. And he has revealed himself supremely in this in sending his own son to save us. And how did he do that? Through a childless woman named Mary, who became a happy mother. Jesus left the riches of heaven to be conceived in the womb of the poor Hebrew virgin. And Jesus grew up and lived among the least, the little, and the lost. And God's love was revealed supremely in the Son who stooped down in order to raise up all who would believe in him, who would commit their lives to worship the one worthy of all their worship. Derek Kidner says, well, worship is the loving homage of the committed to the revealed. My friend, remember who you are and who you belong to.